When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, Julian King keeping your company this Sunday afternoon. That open line number 1300-01-1170 and the text line 0457-736-736. Shane from Blacktown said, if Warner can bat for two more matches, we can win the cup. Well, he's got a bat like that. They've got a bowl well too. And Adam from Warrenwood. Now, I had to do a cheeky Google. I never heard of Warren. I thought you meant Warrywood. They're on the Northern Beaches. Yeah, no. Where they had that that famous 80s cover band, Frankie Goes to Warrywood. But no, No. Warrenwood's actually in uh, Victoria. I had to Google it as well. Yeah, right. Ripper show as usual, sinking a few tins in my shed with you blokes. Good on you, Adam. He's keen if he's listening via the app or via the website. Now, look, he did a stellar job, as he always does. He drove us home this week alongside Brett Finch. Dolan Fletch back on Monday, by the way. He also loves mowing the lawn with Nick Davis as well. Adam Peacock is also a man for all things a world game. He's very kindly given up some of his Sunday afternoon. Hello, Adam. Hello, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. Look, let's start with the big one, the Manchester Derby. I, I watched your cricket last night. I caught the start, own goal by bye, and I just said, this is looking ugly. And I actually envisaged a 5-0 repeat of the Liverpool result. And if it wasn't for some David De Gea magic, it, it may well have been. But they look directionless, didn't they, United? They drop another home game to their rivals, and, and the pressure keeps mounting on, on the gaffer. By the sounds of it, Julian, you're a Manchester United fan? Yes. <laughs> you okay? Oh, I'm all right. Look, I'm pretty bullish at the best of times, but you know, and I love Ole, but you're sort of at that state now where you just think, you know, a hard decision's got to be made, and, and even if it's a yeah. nice bloke, it's it's not enough. Well, against the top top sides, which I've obviously put Manchester City yeah. in the bracket of, given they made a Champions League final last year, put Liverpool in that bracket as well, given they won the Champions League the year before, I they struggle. They they just do not know how to contend with uh, movement and smarts. And, yeah, it was it was almost, I won't say training run, but the disparity between the two sides was absolutely noticeable. And Manchester, you know, huffed and puffed, but they were just undone. And I saw an article in the Times. It was a beautiful kind of analogy. It was like watching Floyd Mayweather toy with an opponent, yeah. uh, knowing that all along he was going to win the fight. He just had to get to the end unscathed without getting hit. And that's exactly what Manchester City did. They set up possession basically just to counteract any counterattacks that Manchester United... Because that's one thing Manchester United can do with their pace on the flanks and yeah. through the middle with Ronaldo. He's hurt you on the break. But no, it was, uh, it was another a clinic against Manchester United when Manchester United's hopes were up somewhere. And in the end, the result is far, far short of where those hopes are. So, yeah, what they do from now, I'm not sure. It feels like the inevitable, but they'll probably stick with Ollie. But, yeah, it's hard to see them breaking in that top bracket yeah. at the moment. I mean, who's on the market, right? There was talk about Conti. He's no, no longer available. He's gone to Spurs. And Zidane, but, you know, is he the answer, honestly? I mean, people say we need a big manager. Well, they had one in, in Mourinho. They had another one in Van Gaal who likewise couldn't produce the results that, that the Red Devils faithful expect. 
yeah, that that's the conundrum at the moment about who you go for, because whoever takes the job is under immense pressure, probably more pressure than anyone in world football immediately um, than you can think of. It's it's a huge job, and it's built for only the, a very special type of character who can withstand all of that and have a clear plan and be able to fulfil that plan. Oh, it's, it's it's hard to see who that person is. Um, if it's and unfortunately, if I there's an international break coming up, and that's not a very good time. This is the worst time for yeah. a manager out of form mm. because then they make a choice, and it's far enough away from the end of the season to perhaps make a material difference this season. So, yeah, it's um yeah, watch this space the next forty eight hours at least. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because they always enthrall. It's the old Man United way where you know they might win a game three two, and you think about the Champions League fixture against Atlanta and. Ronaldo, minus those two goals, didn't do much in the game. And it's a tease, isn't it, the way they play? Because you just you sort of think, oh, you know, a bit of individual brilliance will always get them over the line, but it's shown that's not the case. Yeah, well, that's the, the advantage of having an absolute world-class player like they do. And you could argue Bruno Fernandes is up there as well in terms of being absolute top-quality world-class. But it's, again, I, the reason I, I was really bullish about Manchester City, likewise against Liverpool a few weeks ago. You just watch Manchester United, they don't know how to contend with teams who are smarter than them in terms of being able to get into, use space like it's the the sharpest weapon that they've got. And Manchester City do that. They rotate so well. I mean, Gabriel Jesus last night, he he ends up in like four or five different positions within 20 minutes of each other because of his the rotations that they do and they're so disciplined. And Liverpool are the same, especially in the front third, that, that the number of times that Firmino or, or Salah or, or Mane, whoever it is, comes off that last line and, and interject them in, in the play. But Manchester United don't do that at the back and they change their formation slightly, yeah. but still it's the, the philosophy of, of defending um, and, and stopping the opposition strengths happen. And Manchester United can't do that when they play the very top um, teams at the moment. I don't want to talk any more about them. Luke Shaw got called ball watching a couple of times last night. Just ripping through some of the other results. Southampton over Villa 1-0. Chelsea 1, Burnley 1. Palace 2 over Wolves 0. Now Norwich have defeated Brentford 2-1 and they've, they've sacked their manager. Extraordinary. Poor old Daniel Farker. Yeah, and you I just wanted to say that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll let you say it, yes. <laughs> Uh, he, he looks to be a cracking bloke, by the way. He does, he, doesn't he? looks he? to be a really decent fellow, the German. But, yeah, he's uh, he's gone. Um, it really hard. I mean, it was an obvious decision that was made. It sounds like they could have won 5-0. Yeah. It would have been the same result. I mean, the Brentford manager, after it, saying that, look, on the laws of probability, nine times out of ten, we get something out of that game. This yeah. was the one out of ten that we didn't. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate for Norwich. But they obviously have designs on staying in the Premier League. So, where they go, who they get remains to be seen. Um, they are probably the absolute favourite just ahead of Newcastle to, to go down at the moment. Well, speaking um, of Newcastle, yeah, your boys yeah. won one against Brighton. What would you make of that? Uh, oh, yeah, it's a result. We need the permanent manager in, which looks like being Eddie Howe, the former Bournemouth manager. He was at the game, not confirmed yet. I don't know what's going on with the contract dealings, but... Yeah, it was a, a much-needed point. A much, there's no win still in the win column, but Brighton would be kicking themselves because they dominated for 60 minutes and didn't get uh, all three points. Adam, I want to skip over to, to Scotland for a moment. You know how many Aussies said that the Scots won't know what hit when Ange Ball arrived? And I think he's converted a, a fair chunk of that Celtic faithful who are now rallying behind the manager. They're calling for a lot of change at board level, but 
had another win in the Europa League and now sitting second in the Scottish Premier League. They take on Dundee tonight. Yeah, uh, 11 o'clock tonight our time. So I might just sneak it. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, it, the rocky period in, the, I think it was the start of October, that, that was a little unsettling for them. But they had a big win just before that international break. And then that it seems that has worked. I, I've absolutely no doubt in the second half of the season they are going to be infinitely better than they were in the first half of the season, Celtic. So if they stick close to Rangers, a, a huge fixture coming up. And it's, I know it seems a while away given the amount of football that they'll play in between now and then, but they play Rangers on New Year's Day. So that will tell us, oh. that will give us a definitive kind of reference point of how far they've come because they, they dropped the first derby and it was a close game. They should have taken their chances. Oh. But yeah, just the way that Angie, everyone's now stuck on to his philosophy inside the club, it looks like, and everyone's on, on board. It's whether or not there's enough. But I, I think regardless of what happens, if they don't win the Premiership, they're going to go very, very close to winning. And that will be enough for Ange to be able to have another season to build on. And I, I'd, I'd be astonished, like beyond astonished. Like it's worse than, it's Winks odds. It's not nature strip odds. It's Winks odds yeah. that he wins the title within these first two years. Yeah. Whether it's this season, I'm not sure, but... If not, next season. It'll be a remarkable result. How are you heading to Parramatta on Thursday, the Socceroos in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I'm pumped about it. It's the first time, first time I've got to go to a game with my son because yeah. I'm not working on it. So uh, the Socceroos, so, yeah, it, it's massive though. It is huge. They, mm. they have to take all three points because if they don't, the Saudis, the gap remains. Japan will get better because they've dropped a couple of games amazingly in the first portion of this World Cup qualification process. Win it. And it puts us in a really, really good position to be one of the two to automatically go through, which is obviously what we want. We want to avoid what happened last time. Uh, Syria, Honduras, the playoffs. No, yeah. thanks. So, yeah, massive, massive game. I can't understate it um, at all on Thursday night. And, of course, no Rogic, Moy and Taggart, unfortunately, for the Socceroos. But there is yeah. a bit some easing of border restrictions. They can welcome back uh, Matt Leckie, Jamie McLaren and Andrew Naboo. Yeah, and Martin Boyle, um, who is a key player for the soccer, is given the, the amount of pace that he injects into that front line. He looked like he was going to miss it because Hibbs, his club in Scotland, had to call off a game because uh, eight people got COVID and he was considered a close contact. I don't know what happened between now and the, or when it happened, which was about three days before the squad was named, but it flipped on its head. So it looks like Martin Boyle was able to come out and be a part of that squad, fingers crossed, because they need yeah. him. Like those outs that you mentioned there, they're huge. Creativity-wise, yeah. they're huge. So uh, I don't know what he's going to do in that attacking midfield position. But, yeah, you're right. Those those three names you mentioned, especially Matt Lackey, that's yeah. massive. Having Matt Lackey back in the squad, it's a, it's a really big inclusion. Uh, just quickly, Adam, before we go, what can you tell us about Yanni Stensness? He's the only uncapped player in that squad. Yeah. So he, Yanni is from where I am, at the northern beaches of Sydney, and he grew up. Uh, around here and playing local football, he's he's got Kiwi lineage, so he's played a lot of underage. Um, I think he was even in the Olympic squad, I'm pretty sure, um, for New Zealand, and it looked like he was going to be capped as an all-white, but for some reason he wasn't. And then Graham Arnold's obviously got on the phone and gone, mate, come and play for us, because he he's what Arnie needs at the moment, a number. A, a prototype number six, like that's the defensive midfielder. He's used Jackson Irvine there, and he's used James Holland as well. Uh, Irvine in particular, I don't think that's his position. He's more box-to-box. He likes involving himself in the final third. 
Um, but Stenson's just goes around and mugs people of the ball. He's awesome. He, he's exactly what you need. Um, he's exactly what you need yeah. in the middle of the park. And, uh, okay, it's a step up for him, yeah. this international level. But what he showed with the Mariners last season, he's gone to Norway since. But what he showed was really promising signs with the Mariners. So intrigued to see how he goes. We could see him in this, uh, get some game time, even though he's just in the squad at the moment. What's the score going to be? Oh, I'd take one nil. One nil. Own goal. Me too. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I, I, as long as you get the points. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the performance is imperative because there's another game as well. We're playing China in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where the Chinese players' heads are at because Chinese football at the moment is an incredible story. All the money's been reefed out of it. Uh, like the Evergrande Group, who tipped huge money into a club called Guangzhou Evergrande, they've potentially gone bust. So it's some incredible things happening with Chinese football at the moment. And, I'd, yeah, hopefully we can get to that second match day with three points in the bank from uh, the game at Parramatta. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd, yeah, look, a 2-0 win would be nice. But the Saudis would be good because they can play on the break and they're very, very skillful going forward. So got to watch out for them. Good on you, Adam. Got a flight. Thanks for your time. Cheers, guys. Breaking back with more. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.